Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of The Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will be in the description. Uh, so I've been away for a little while. I was moving. So I just moved into my new place. So because of that, uh, we had to kind of skip last week. I was just prepping. I kind of talked about it a little bit uh, last time. But yeah, like it was it was weird. It was the move itself was a lot more hectic than I thought it would be. I just moved within the same building just into a, a different unit. Uh, even though that seems like it would be simple. like And we were able to move basically everything uh, in just like a few hours, right? We just had to kind of book an elevator to be able to take like all the big things. But for whatever reason, just like the other place, there were all, there was always something that was kind of left behind that I had to like pick up like later on. Um, and I also, obviously, I also like to make sure that I clean the place up before I I give it back to the, to the landlord in a way. So I wanted to make sure the whole place was clean. Uh, that that whole thing is like a, a whole other stories. I'll, I'll probably talk about it some other time. Uh, but of course, I made sure like it was like really clean, really clean. Sassel, she was helping me out quite a bit. We made sure the whole place was really nice. Uh, gave the keys and everything like that back. And of course, fully kind of moved into my new place. It did take a while to unbox everything. So I just like I kind of brought it up. I brought up I bought a an LG C1 OLED TV just a little while back. So you know, like carrying that, my old 4K TV, my my gaming PC, my work stuff, like like just my tables, my chairs. I, I bought like a bunch of stuff from Ikea. So there was just so much stuff that was just lying around. And that itself took like a day and a half to kind of put into place for it to like look like home. So it did take a little while, but I'm glad that it's done. Everything looks like it's in place. Uh, I had a weird issue where my AC and my fridge both were not working. Uh, this is like a, a big oversight on I, I think it's also my part but like when I came when I came to check the place the first time it was fine uh, once I moved in both of those things were just like not functioning properly and and Toronto unfortunately was going through a heat wave uh, at that point so that weekend I moved in plus an, an extra day or so was was not great luckily AC and my fridge both got fixed yesterday so like you know all this stuff started on like let's say Saturday and like it was basically fixed on Wednesday. That was still like a lot of days where I couldn't buy groceries and I couldn't I couldn't turn the AC on because the AC just was not working. So, you know, like with the heat wave, it was like around 30 to 40 degrees. At least it felt like 30 to 40 degrees here uh, in Toronto. And then on top of that, I could not have anything cold because the fridge wasn't working. So you can imagine I was not happy. It was not a it was not a great time. But now that we're on this side, everything is done. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad everything is, is handled and we're good. And I can finally get into some gaming, which I finally started again this week. Because like I said, I, have, I haven't really been playing a lot of uh, a lot of video games. So I think the first thing I want to talk about is the PlayStation Showcase. Uh, it was just announced recently, just yesterday, I believe, that it will be happening next Thursday. So this is obviously big news for any PlayStation fan. I think most of us have been waiting for something from PlayStation because Xbox has kind of gone ahead, shown their stuff. Uh, Nintendo did the same. They have announced a number of things, and also 
kind of shown uh, shown us the things that will be coming out this year itself. They haven't really talked about a lot of other stuff, except obviously Breath of the Wild 2. They kind of showed that a little bit. But otherwise, Nintendo has also said, hey, these are the games that are coming out this year. Uh, be excited. You know, Metroid Dread, uh, I think WarioWare, Mario Party, uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Like, they just kind of announced all these things that, look, this is our fall lineup. Here you go. Microsoft, on the other end, didn't really have anything until now. And now they're like, here you go. We have Psychonauts 2, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. We've got Halo Infinite and we've got Forza Horizon 5 coming out. So here you, this is our fall lineup. Sony, on the other end, kind of had announced all the things that will be coming out and they kind of released these things. But then for the fall, they had nothing. And we thought we will get Horizon, which got delayed. We thought we we're going to get God of War, which got delayed. So then it's like, okay, what's happening? And it just seemed like Sony and PlayStation just weren't, wasn't going to, they weren't going to do anything. It just, it just made sense in a way from their perspective to when they, when you look at the sales and you look at the popularity of the PlayStation, it, it is crazy. It is, it is ridiculous that we're in September of 2021. Uh, it's almost been a full year since the console came out. And first of all, it's so hard to find both of these consoles. And second of all, like it, it's still PlayStation 5 is just selling out in, in seconds. Like I'm rarely able to, in Canada at least, I'm rarely able to find a spot when if it does go live, that it stays live for longer than like than a few minutes maybe. Uh, if that's that's like even like kind of stretching it, I feel like it'll be a couple of seconds. Um, Xbox, like I said, I, I was able to get my Xbox. I it was it was tough mainly because of like the the uh, like I was just fighting the bots and everything like that. But overall, it was definitely a lot easier to get an Xbox Series X and Series S. Uh, compared to the PlayStation. So like on their side, they're like, okay, look, we don't have anything for the fall, but do we need anything for the fall? Because we're just selling out. That's the whole point of having a fall lineup, right? So that you can kind of sell your consoles uh, around Christmas time. And I, it doesn't mean that they're going to have anything for the fall because in a way they do. Like I feel, uh, there's something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about later on. I'm, I'll, I'll leave that until later. But for them, they're like, yeah, we don't really need to kind of push the fall that much. People will just buy the PlayStation. So I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that they even came out with the PlayStation Showcase and that it's going to be happening next Thursday and they announced it that it will be about kind of like about the future and games beyond this year which is obviously exciting so that means they'll be probably talking about God of War and more Horizon and and maybe Gran Turismo and other games that we don't know about maybe there's a new Uncharted maybe there is a Silent Hill game maybe there's a new Metal Gear Solid game being worked on we don't know right like there's just so much that could be happening but this is kind of what we wanted and they waited and now they're like yep we're ready to kind of announce it so that's pretty exciting. Um, in terms of predictions, I want to kind of just make my own predictions. I definitely feel, I definitely think we're going to be seeing a bit more of Horizon. I think they they know that they've delayed it until Feb, which is which isn't too far if you think about it, because I think the game was supposed to come out probably like around November, December, or so. Either way, so like they just pushed it by a few months, which is which is fine. Obviously, it's it's um it's still like you know it's still disappointing because you would want that game as quickly as possible. But February, we already have so many games to play right now. But like they're probably gonna show us more Horizon just to kind of tide us over a little bit. Um, the the big game reveal definitely has to be God of War. I'm I'm hoping they're gonna show us some gameplay. I think that would be pretty exciting. Maybe give us a, a better idea of what the game is, what the story will be, what the title actually is for the game. So I'm I'm pretty excited for uh for God of War and what they show with that. I think mainly I I am expecting more surprises this time around. Uh, just because Sony does like doing this, Sony does like to kind of show you the games that will be coming out in the in the next year or next the next two years. Um, obviously, they learned their lessons in the past, 
And then they kind of reverted back to this thing as we saw last year where they announced Horizon and God of War and all that stuff and Gran Turismo that was all coming out in 2021. And then none of, them, none of those did. But I think Sony knows that as long as they, they release a couple of good games or even three or four video games like each year exclusives to their console and other stuff gets delayed, people won't really mind as we saw this year. So I'm pretty sure they'll they'll kind of show us kind of beyond in terms of what's happening um, I don't think we'll see a new Uncharted game, even though I want to. I can see them maybe showing an Uncharted Lost Legacy Part 2 or something in that series. Um, I can definitely see them maybe announcing a Days Gone 2 or whatever Sony Bend is working on. I know Days Gone 2 was kind of scrapped, but more recently after the launch on PC and everything like that, there does seem to be a bit more demand with, with that game and just Sony Bend in general. Um, Sucker Punch just released Ghost Tsushima. Um, unless they have teams like Insomniac that are just magicians and are working on multiple games at the same time, I don't see them coming out with anything. But like I, I again, just based on my predictions, if Sucker Punch does have a separate team working on something other than Ghost Tsushima, I can see them coming out and saying, "Hey, by the way, we have a new Sly Cooper game. You know, we have this is a, a, a game that people uh, platformers are in, as we saw with Ratchet and Clank and Psychonauts two this year." So, you know, they, I, I, I won't be surprised if Sucker Punch decides to kind of take advantage of that or they might go back to Infamous. I can, like Sony has so many cool development studios that so many of them have so many amazing games under them that it just it just makes sense that they will be like, you know what, let's look, let's look back at this game. Maybe Sucker Punch is going to work on a new Jack and Daxter game, right? Who knows? But Sucker Punch, I do see them at least showing something in a way and saying that, hey, this thing, hit the title screen, Go Tsushima 2 even, uh, but like it's it's a ways away, but we just want you to know that we're working on it. You know something like that. I think Naughty Dog will be the uh, the big twist in a way because Naughty Dog can easily just come out and say, "Hey, this is our multiplayer thing, Last of Us Factions, whatever it is," and that's it. But I I just don't see that being the only thing that they show, especially if this is the show is forty minutes long and it's being you know um, kind of described as this thing where they will be talking about the future. I can see Naughty Dog even just kind of showing Last of Us Part 3, the logo. Or if they don't want to go Last of Us route, if they want to go do something new, maybe that maybe the new logo for a new game, like the new IP, right? Like I can just, I, I, I feel like that would be a good way to just kind of be like, hey, we're Naughty Dog, we're working on the multiplayer for Last of Us, it's coming. Uh, here's like a gameplay, but here's what, what we're also working on. This is why you should buy a PS5. So I, I'm, I feel like I'm missing... Um, a couple of development studios like like Asobi and stuff like that. Like I, I can't really think of what they might be working on right now, but like I think in terms of the the big ones, it has to be God of War. Um, I don't see them showing a Spider Man just yet, like from the Insomniac side. Even though they could, I just do not. I I just don't think that right now. Like it just doesn't make sense to show Spider Man considering how next year's Horizon and God of War. Uh, I'm assuming Spider-Man will probably be 2022, or sorry, 2023. <laughs> I keep forgetting, like the time just flies by. But 2023, so I can see them showing us Spider-Man next year instead. So I'm just kind of thinking about games that will be coming out next year and maybe beyond. I know for like obviously Spider-Man will be will will be part of that in a sense. But like I don't, I just don't see them showing that right now because Insomniac has already done so much. They've released Miles Morales, they've released Ratchet and Clank. It's like okay, you know what? Let's give them a break. Let them do their thing. When they're ready, we'll we'll show us we'll show everyone what we have. Um, I I I really really do want the Silent Hill thing to come true. Even though it's not this abandoned thing, whatever it is, I'm really hoping that Silent Hill 
is a thing being worked on. I really hope that Metal Gear Solid is a thing being worked on. And I'm really hoping that this whole like Bloodborne 2 or new From Software exclusive for PlayStation is a thing that's being worked on. Like there's like a couple of things that can just come out of nowhere and just take it by storm. And like, I, it's going to be really exciting. I'm pretty excited. I'm, I, I'm always, I'm, I, I would mention that, you know, I, I play everything. I have my PC, I have my Xbox, I have my PlayStation and my, my Switch. Right in, uh, since I got my Series X and even the Series S before, that was like my console that I just kept playing all the time. Even now I play more on that than anything, but I always lead towards PlayStation just because that's what I grew up, grew up with. So I'm pretty excited for this because Xbox did their showcase at Gamescom and at the at E3 and they show games, but it's never it's never exciting. It's never something like, oh my god, like a new God or because they just haven't they just haven't reached that point yet, I feel, unfortunately. Even though they were there with, you know, games like Gears of War and Halo 3 and stuff like that. But like Sony is like this is just my opinion, of course. Like, you know, you can you can mention you can let me know that how how wrong I am, whatever, but for me, you know, PlayStation, when it comes to their games, when there's games like The Last of Us, Uncharted, uh, you know, Go Tsushima now, God of War, like when, when you have games like these and Horizon as well, I completely forgot Horizon, but like these games with these stories and these emotional like kind of journeys and that people love these games so much and they announce a sequel for these games or talk about what's going to happen next. It's like an exciting, exciting, exciting event. It's like the, it's like Avengers, it's like Marvel, you know, you're waiting for the next part and you're so excited for it. Uh, Microsoft is slowly getting there, right? Like they've, they've just done a really good job with Psychonauts 2, which I'll talk about. And, you know, they have Halo Infinite coming out as well. And I'm hoping that Microsoft kind of gets to this point when they announce the game and they announce like the sequel and people just go wild because it's like, yes, finally, you know, we've been waiting for this. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited about this. I'll definitely talk about what happens in that showcase next week. And yeah, let's hope <laughs> some of these predictions come true. So I wanted to kind of jump into um, why doesn't PlayStation have a handle anymore and like this is kind of going back to my, my discussion about how valve's uh, steam deck and how that will basically take the world by storm just because you know like it just is just the right thing at the right time um you know nintendo switch is is doing so great it's just doing such a good job like in terms of the amount of sales and uh being able to kind of break into the mainstream uh mainstream audience i like it just it just see it feels like the right time to have a PlayStation handheld. The problem before was that the PlayStation handheld, obviously like we've seen Nintendo be successful with this, but the problem before was that the PlayStation handheld was separate from the PlayStation 4 or the PS3 or the PS2, whatever, right? It was, it was, it had its own games. It had its own things to it that like you had to basically hope that developers were developing for that. Nintendo Switch obviously on its own is a handheld but it's also a home console device so it's basically you know the same in a sense it's like you what you get on your home console device is what you get on your nintendo switch handheld version obviously i know it's just a dock and whatnot but that's kind of the idea steam deck same thing it's a handheld and you just plug it to a dock and it goes to the pc it goes to, it goes into tv mode whatever obviously the way the playstation is designed right now you can't really do anything with that but if they made a low enough powered or like they just made an xbox series s level powered ps handheld ps vita 2 whatever you want to call it and let's say that they have this thing where you know most of the a majority of the games are interchangeable like you can play most of the ps5 games on this handheld you can play most of the third party games on this handheld you know that would be 
that would be something that makes more sense. I know that's like, you know, for developers, it's like, okay, now you need to make a game for the handheld device and you're gonna make a make a game for the PS5, like the, the proper like full console. It's just gonna be more work, right? But I'm just thinking like, if PlayStation is, PlayStation did such a great job with PSP in, in the handheld space. It was like one of the best, you know, handhelds of all time. So it's just surprising that seeing the success of Nintendo Switch, seeing the, the success of the Valve Steam Deck, even though it's not out yet, seeing how popular it is, I'm just surprised that PlayStation hasn't decided to jump into this as well. And like, obviously, like I said, when you look at their sales, when you look at how they're doing, they're doing such a great job with the PS5. They're selling out like crazy. They also have uh, PSVR, which is doing great. So like, and they have PSVR 2 coming out at some point. So it just makes sense for them to say, you know what, like why? Why would we focus on any of this right now? So I'm 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 still interested. I'm still interested in seeing them do something like this. It could be interesting. Um, I don't know if it will happen anytime soon or if it would even happen like in the PS5 life cycle. I can see this happening maybe in the future with like PS6 and they're like, you know what, let's find a way to kind of combine the handheld space and the console space and bring it together. But as it stands right now, I'm, I'm, I would love, like, I'm, I'm excited for the Steam Deck. I don't know if I'll get it immediately. I might get it later on. But, you know, if the PS Vita 2 was coming out and, like, all these, like, games like Ghost Tsushima, like, uh, the Iki Island that I've been, like, playing, if, like, I could just kind of play that handheld and, like, you know, just come back and be able to play it on my PS5. I know they have, like, PS Now and on or PS Remote Play. I mean, that's not, nothing online. I want, like, you know, proper uh, physical versions of it. I think that could be really, really great. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. Let's see what happens with Valve Steam Deck. Like, you know, this is just pre-orders. We've seen how pre-orders do well for certain things and then, you know, the console doesn't do well on its own. So, like, let's see what happens with Valve Steam Deck and I'm, I won't be surprised if PlayStation is keeping a, a big eye, a big open eye on this. So, uh, I feel like I'm, this is turning into a very PlayStation-centric podcast uh, episode for now, but I do want to kind, of, kind of just keep talking about this because um, I, I listen to other podcasts. I listen to, I, I read a lot of articles and stuff like that. And one of the things that I was, one of the things that I kept reading about was how Xbox like is taking 2021 by storm. You know, that was like one thing that always keeps coming up. And I, I, I totally get that. I, I totally make sense. I totally understand that, you know, that kind of perspective in terms of, okay, yeah, you know what? At the end of the year, we have uh, Halo Infinite coming out. We have Forza Horizon 5 coming out. But people are, and even Psychonauts 2 just came out and, and Fly Simulator came out. But people, for some reason, completely forget about, you know, let's not talk about Destruction Derby because that was, that was not a good game. But we had Returnal, which, again, I was not a big fan of. I have played the game and I do like it. I'm still not a big fan of the pricing. Uh, but again, Returnal, which for a lot of people is game of the year and stuff like that, that got really great reviews. Ratchet & Clank, which is my game of the year at the moment. They have Deathloop coming out, which I know, again, I'm talking about just games that are only available on this console for this entire year, right? They have Deathloop coming out for this, I think this month, September. They have Kenna Bridge of Spirits coming out this month. They have, I think that was, I think there was something else. But these are like, even even just these four, right? These Just these four completely new games, right? Only available on this console, right? On the Microsoft end, again, like I, I'm just bringing this up as, as a way to make a comparison. On the Microsoft end, Microsoft Flight Simulator came out on PC last year. And then they just, they ported it over to the console again great it's awesome i played for 10 minutes and I lo it looked cool and then i deleted it because for me it's not it's a simulator right it's not really a game Th again that's just my opinion like you know i totally get it if you if you completely disagree with me on that 
Um, otherwise, of course, Psychonauts 2 just came out and I'll talk about that because I've been playing Psychonauts 1. But Psychonauts 2 came out and it came out on Game Pass, but it is also available on PlayStation because of the deal that was made beforehand. And now, and now obviously, at the end of the year, we have Forza Horizon 5, which will be great. But again, it's like a, it's such a specific game that like like I really enjoy it. But whenever I mention it to a couple of my friends who have gaming PCs and stuff like that, hey, you should check out Forza Horizon. And they're like, yeah, but it's a racing game, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's a racing game, but not really. But it's just, it's, it's, it's not, unless you're really into that kind of space of like arcadey racers, it's not something that you just get into, right? And like, and again, this is the same thing can be said about all these PlayStation games as well. I completely agree with that. I'm just trying to like, trying to say like, yeah, Forza Horizon 5, great. You know, I'm going to be playing it. Okay, that's awesome. That's like one really great exclusive. And then we have Halo Infinite, which is again, really, really great. But like, people are just forgetting that if you look at the entire year since the consoles came out, PlayStation already had Miles Morales, uh, Sackboy Big Adventure, which I really enjoyed, even though if people don't like it that much, um, Demon Souls, uh, and like these, I feel like I'm missing something else. But let's just let's just go with those three. And then they had Returnal, they had uh, Destruction Derby. Let's just forget about that. They had uh, Ratchet and Clank, and then they have like you know these games like Kena Bridges, Death Loop, all these games coming out. And yet everyone is like, oh, Xbox is taking 2021, uh, by, like you know, by storm or whatever. Like I just do not understand that. I just don't. I, it's just so hard to justify that, or it's just hard to explain. I just don't get that. I, like I, I understand where people are coming from because at the end of this year, yeah, Microsoft is definitely, you can't compare Deathloop to Halo Infinite, right? You can't compare Kenner Register to Forza, like for sure. But I'm like, okay, but what about Ratchet and Clank and Returnal or Spider-Man Miles Morales or Demon Souls, right? Like there were other games. So it's like, I just wanted to kind of bring that up that like PlayStation, like this is just for people who keep saying that PlayStation isn't having a great year. It, it, I, I think that PlayStation had a really great year and Microsoft is about to start having an awesome year. So like, so like, I just want to kind of get to a point where it's like, no, both of these consoles did some really, really great things. And like, no one is kind of doing better than the other because Microsoft kind of keeps hitting back with amazing deals on their, on Game Pass. And PlayStation keeps hitting back with exclusives, right? So it's like both of them are having a great year. So I'm, I just want to kind of get that thing out because I just, sometimes when I read this stuff, I'm like, like, did you just forget all the games that, you know, came out just in, like the last year. Like, what's what's happening? Like, that's not how this works. Like, twenty twenty one, like we already had like two games that people are like regarding as their game of the years on the PlayStation platform. Like, you know, no re release, nothing like that. These are like two completely new only PS five games. On the Xbox Series X, we still don't have any game from Microsoft other than I guess Flight Simulator. Actually, yeah, there's no game on 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 the Xbox Series X side, which is purely just for that console. So, which is again consumer friendly, but I'm just saying, like, I, I just want you, I just want this to get across that both consoles are having a pretty, pretty awesome year. So, if you're an Xbox owner, if you're a PlayStation owner, I you don't complain about anything because you had an awesome time, and don't complain, don't blame, like, don't talk about the other side as them not having a great year because I'm telling you, both sides had an awesome year. Uh, and this kind of goes into my conversation about Psychonauts too, and this is the main topic is that what if this is the start of great things for Xbox. Because Psychonauts 2 has been getting amazing reviews to the point that I started playing Psychonauts 1. I'm trying to get through Psychonauts 1, which is hard because it is very clunky. It's an old game, which is under so it's understandable, right? Like I, I I totally get that. But like Psychonauts 1 and Psychonauts 2 has really like kind of just amazed so many people, like the reviews and people regarding it as one of the best games of all time, if not just for this year. 
And like, it really excites me about with, with Double Fine because I really like, I love Tim Schafer. I'm a big Brutal Legend fan and I was so upset that Brutal Legends never got a sequel. Uh, maybe they will now. But like, I'm so glad that he finally got a company that supports his vision, that is able to give him the money <laughs> that he needs to be able to be to be able to be successful. And, and like the Psychonauts 2 is just kind of showing us that Double Fine can be their equivalent of something like Sucker Punch or Naughty Dog or or anything like that. You know, like Bungie is is great. No, it's not sorry, Bungie three for three industries is great. They have Halo, but like I'm sorry, but like they at the moment at least because based on the stories and and everything that we've seen with Halo Four and Halo 5, they are not at the same level as, as as like a studio like Naughty Dog or Sucker Punch, just in terms of, you know, the type of games they create, the type of stories they create. But in my opinion, Double Fine is. Double Fine is able to write some, like Tim Schafer, his his writing is just amazing. And like, I would I would just hope Phil Spencer and, and Microsoft and Xbox just give him all the money he wants and let him make whatever he wants. Because I'm telling you, his game, the next game with all the money from Microsoft, being able to make whatever he wants and Xbox exclusive, it's going to be like, same as Psychonauts 2 because it is game of the year worthy right now, Psychonauts 2 from what I've been reading, but his next game will be at the same level as something like The Last of Us or Ghost Tsushima. Like I'm telling you, Tim Schafer is, is amazing. So because of that, I'm I'm really happy that this is kind of, maybe this is what what everyone was waiting for. Everyone kind of kept talking about how you know, Game Pass is so cheap. How do you make money? How what's the rate of profitability? Will we just get get games that are like sixes and sevens and whatever? I think this this is the start of something new. We just got Psychonauts two. We will be getting for the Rise and Five. We will be getting Halo Infinite. I this is just my opinion. This is just what I believe. I think all three of these games will be nines and above in terms of the ratings. Like everyone will be loving these games, and they're all available on Game Pass. I think this is where the ties turn. And we start seeing the value of Game Pass and we start realizing that, no, Game Pass isn't a place where you just put, you know, random games on that get sixes and sevens and be like, yeah, but it's free. It's like, it's like no, no, no. Like, look at Psychonauts 2, look at Forza, look at Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite might be a little, like, weird just because, you know, some stuff is being delayed for that. So I don't feel like that game's completely ready. But as long as the story is good and everything like that, you know, I, I just don't see why that game wouldn't do well, especially because the multiplayer is so fun. But I'm I'm really excited to see what this means for games for companies like Arcane and their their game Redfall that's coming out next year. What this means for uh, Compulsion Games because I know they did a We Happy Few and like they had some good concepts. They had some Bioshock like concepts. What if they have all the money in the world and what is, what will they do next? And like maybe that's like a nine out of ten. You know, in Exile Studios, same thing, right? Like, um, like these uh, all these all these companies are finally going to be getting the opportunity to be able to actually make games with Microsoft funding with that security and just kind of go wild and be free and be creative. And I think that makes it really exciting. So I think this, I, I really do think that Psychonauts 2 has has just kind of turned the tide. And from now on, when it comes to Xbox exclusive, that, le- that release on Game Pass, we will be seeing a lot of them hit nines and tens and stuff like that. And this is just my prediction. I could be completely wrong. But this is what I'm hoping, you know, as an Xbox fan, as an Xbox gamer, it will be so exciting to finally see this. And I feel like we will be seeing this. So I'll quickly talk about games I've been playing. I mentioned I've been playing Psychonauts, uh, the first one. It's 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 funny and okay. Like, I think because I'm playing it now, 
you know, after playing something like Ghost of Tsushima, stuff like that, playing it now for anyone that's trying to like play this game before Psychonauts 2, just go in with an open mind. The game is a little clunky. It The controls just don't like, you know, like just responsiveness wise, it's not the best. But you know what? If you want to kind of just get an idea of what the game is like, play a little bit. Um, you know, if you don't like it, don't worry. Psychonauts 2 apparently has a refresher before you start the game. Um, I don't agree with art. Again, this is like this is a problem because I, I feel like I'm just like hating on like articles and stuff like that that I read. But like, like it's just these articles that are like, no, you gotta play Psychonauts 1 before you play Psychonauts 2. And I'm like, okay, like that's fine. But like when you play Psychonauts 1, right, you need to understand that it is like a, a time commitment of like four, five, six hours, eight hours. I don't know how long exactly. And it's not a game that's easy to play because it's not, it's clunky and it it, it uses a lot of, these like older features it just it was made in a different time right and like we have to judge that game based on that time based on when it came out it's an amazing game in 2021 when you have games like you know ration clan go tsushima psychonauts 2 you know microsoft flight simulator uh you know i'm trying to think of like other games but like just like you know like all these other games that like hitman 3 it takes to like i don't know why i completely forgot about other games that came out this year but when you have all these other games fighting for your time Trying to tell someone to play Psychonauts 1 and playing like playing it, you know, in that mode. It's not a remake, it's not a remaster, anything like that. It's it's not easy. And like in my honest opinion, I I I'm gonna keep going through it because I've 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 put in enough time now that I feel like I am closing in on the end. So I'm like, you know what? I've already put in this much time. I might as well just get till the end. But if you're someone who's contemplating playing Psychonauts 1 before number two, I would just say, you know what, just go online, go to YouTube, just watch a refresher and just jump in Psychonauts 2, right? I don't think you need to, like I, like from what I've played so far, like I was expecting some, I don't know, some amazing like story elements that will like really, really push me into Psychonauts 2 and I'll be really excited. I'm like more than halfway into the game, if not like 80% into the game. And like, unless something like just really happened, like crazy happened in 20, like the last 20%, which I'll obviously report back on. I just don't see, like, I in my brain, I'm like, if I never started this game and I knew this, I would just, I would have just gone straight into Psychonauts 2 and just watch the refresher and just play that game. So that's just my opinion. I'm still going to play through it. Uh, I was going to, I was mentioning, I just haven't been playing a lot of games in general otherwise, uh, just because of the move. Um, I've been playing Ghost of Shima, Iki Island here and there. I haven't really been playing the story. I've just been roaming around because like I said, I just wanted to like go roam around, just play play around in that in that sandbox and just enjoy my time. I just didn't really want to focus on anything. So I will be playing more Ghost of Tsushima this week, hopefully, uh, this weekend, hopefully. And like maybe I can get through that, get, get through the expansion. I mean, it is like one of my favorite games of all time. I feel like I need to actually get through this expansion at some point. So I'll definitely talk about my experience with that next time. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Uh, please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. I know I've been like talking a little uh, lightly, like the way I'm talking right now. Um, I am like in like my little den area, but for whatever reason, like it does echo a little bit here. And uh, so that's why I just kind of, I, I just wanted to keep my voice a little low just because I don't want the echo to kind of go through the mic again and again. I'll, I'll, I'll find a way. I'll, let's see. I'm going to keep testing it out here and there. Just going to get a better understanding of how these acoustics work. But again, thank you so much everyone for joining and I will see you next time. Bye.